0: Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy.
1: Well, you, like so many of us at middle age, mired down in debt, faced with endless bills, routinely paying off only the minimum amount on your credit card each month, wondering why your paycheck and other sources of income always get spent before the month ends. (laughs) When you're continually short of money, it's so easy to blame that low-paying job and those endless bills, isn't it? The high cost of living for the financial stress that you're under. Uh, But could the real reason you're struggling financially be your own fault? Well, we're going to explore that question today with Arno Goran, an author, speaker, and trainer, acknowledged as the world's number one expert on personal transformation and Arno is here to reveal why so many of us never have enough money and, more importantly, how we can cure our financial problems, start making, saving, and investing more, gain confidence, and live a happier, stress-free life. And, by the way, Arno also can help you overcome stubborn blockages to success in other areas of your life. And uh, here's Arnaud Goren's amazing, inspirational background. He was raised by two deaf crack addicts and left for dead at age 22, was devastated in every way, which drove him to find a way to heal himself and to stop replaying patterns of poverty, starvation, and childhood depression, and after years of research hard work, resilience, and prayer, he uh, cracked the code of the human mind and in 2003 invented the seven steps to reprogramming yourself, the first ever proven method to access the unconscious mind and remove old repeating negative thoughts and emotions permanently. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? And he shared his work with thousands as a featured guest on TV and radio, through published articles and as an inspirational presenter at Expo's Fortune 500 company retreats and major universities. And he's author of the forthcoming book, The Answer, How to Change Your Life and Make Your Dreams Come True. And aloha, Arnaud Goran. Uh, Welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age.
0: Thank you, Roy. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Well, let's begin with a negative. You tell us if we're broke or routinely struggling to pay our bills, it's really nobody's fault but our own. Uh, What is it work that causes so many of us uh, to have those severe financial stress and uh, ruin?
0: Well, the real reason why people struggle financially, no matter how hard they work or how educated they are or how good their intentions are, is that their unconscious mind is programmed for a certain level of success. And until they change that, they'll never be able to change their financial status.
1: Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? If you think like a poor person, you're probably going to remain a poor person because that's uh, how are your company. I- Oddly enough, you're comfortable in a way being poor, even though you're extremely uncomfortable, because you don't feel like uh, you're doing anything you shouldn't be doing, I guess.
0: Well, you know, you've got your conscious mind and your unconscious mind, and consciously you might be saying... I believe I can be successful, I know I can expand my income, I know that I'm a good person, I deserve to have money or more money, I I deserve to live a good quality of life, I deserve to be able to take care of my family. But your unconscious mind is like file folders on a computer, they're programmed in there. Yeah. And you, you're thinking about fifty or 60,000 thoughts every single day. That's what Dr. Judith Orloff said, 60,000 thoughts a day. Oh, wow. But Dr. David Jubb said the problem is not that you're thinking a lot of thoughts. It's that they're the same thoughts every single day.
1: Yeah, that's true. They
0: keep coming back.
1: Well, uh, let's talk first about uh, work. You seem to reach a plateau at your work. You're not in line for a raise. And I've watched several contemporaries. Some, you believe, are far less qualified than you get promoted to jobs that you wanted. You feel like you're good at your job, but you come to hate going to work Monday mornings. You don't really want to start over with a new employer, especially if it requires relocation. Any suggestions on how we can overcome frustration and come to love our work, even if we're remaining on our present
0: job? absolutely the common thinking is that the job is making me feel a certain way the reason why I feel this frustration is because of my job but if we reverse that thinking and we think the reason why I didn't get promoted the reason why I'm not enjoying my job is because I'm frustrated and that frustration is actually old unconscious programming that's now coming to the surface to be acknowledged and worked out then you can start to erase that frustration and once you do if you actually remove the frustration and any other negative emotion that you feel about your job, then your job circumstances will change. And I can tell you an amazing story about that if you want to hear. It. Yeah, sure. I'd love to hear it. It's so one of my clients' names, Maria, and she did not get along with her boss. In fact, she hated her boss. Her boss was always mean to her, never said a kind word to her. And her husband said, Well, Maria, you've taken our nose training. We know the seven steps to programming yourself. Why don't we address all of your anger and hatred towards your boss and see what happens? So they did. They erased every little bit of anger and hatred she felt towards her boss. And then when she went back to work the next day, her boss gave her a hug, and she said her boss had never embraced her in all of their relationship. And soon after, they became best friends, which was shocking to her. Hmm. So later on that year, she asked her boss if she could reduce her hours to 30 because she was getting tired of working 40 hours a week and she wanted to work less. Hmm. And her boss said, no way, that's impossible. Can never happen. And then later that week, she decided to erase her frustration that her boss wouldn't change her hours unless she was working too much. She went back to work the next day, and her boss said come into my office. Maria, she goes in the office, and the boss says, "Listen, there's a different position that's opened up. It's oh. the same job as what you have, but you'll you won't be in the office. You'll be out of the office. You'll work less hours, about 30 hours a week, but it pays a lot more. So, what do you <laughs> think?" <hurting> that now. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good deal to me. <laughs> yeah. In in both examples, Maria decided to take on my emotions and therefore my negative thinking that's embedded in those emotions is causing my circumstances instead of the circumstances causing the emotions. Yeah. Most people would say, well, my, it's my boss. They're terrible. Or my boss is a jerk for not giving me the hours I want. But by she changing herself, that's how she changed her circumstances without having to change her job and relocate. Yeah. Well, that's so
1: true. But uh, following a near disastrous early adult life, you performed extensive research, and in two thousand three, invented the seven steps to reprogramming yourself. Without going into great detail, can you please give us a, a hint or an overview of this seven step method, and how it works, and uh, where you can learn more and get started
0: on it? Absolutely. Let's, let's use the mind, the mind as a computer example. So if yeah. your mind's like a computer, the conscious mind is like the screen. It's what you're aware of. It's what you can type on and work on. The unconscious mind is like all the folders and files and programs and software that are in the computer that are just always just sitting there. And they often run on their own in the background. The seven steps is about going into the file folder you want to go into, and we can say that all the areas of life have their own file folders, like the money area or the relationship area. You go into the money area and then you delete all of the files you don't want, all the negative ones that say that life is hard and you're always going to struggle and you'll never get you know above where you're at and all that negative thinking and feeling. You erase all of it. Then you put new programs into place on the file folder, meaning the unconscious mind. And then you drag all the old stuff into the trash and you erase or remove the trash so that the next day when you restart your computer, it's permanently gone. So what I'm saying is your unconscious mind is protected And in order for you to get into it and delete what's in there, you've got to understand how to do that. And that's one of the beautiful things I show you in the 7 Steps for Programming Yourself training. I also show you where the delete button is for the mind, which no one else has ever figured that out. So I show you how to delete, and I show you how to make it permanent. And it's quite a beautiful experience to wake up the next day and notice that that old thinking and feeling is gone forever. Now you asked where someone could learn it, you can learn the seven steps for your programming yourself right now, Ooh. anywhere in the world, on demand, by any device that can connect to the Internet. So, through okay. your phone, your computer, your tablet, you just got to go to my website, Total So, that's T O T A L H E A L T H M A S T E R Y usa.com, totalhealthmasterusa.com. total health master usa.com you can read about the course there you can get started there's obviously um every option that you can think of so you can start right away. We also have the course available in Southern California in 2019 in person. So if you oh. want to come take it in person, you can come out here, and I'll be the one conducting the course, not one of my many trainers or students, and I'll get to have a chance to interact with you personally. That's
1: great to uh, learn about. You're going to have a whole bunch of courses, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. But uh, first, you have a new book course coming coming. Uh, what's the title of that? And uh what what uh, prompted you to write a book after all your success in uh, leading courses and uh, speaking and stuff like that? But...
0: Uh the book's called The Answer How to Change Your Life and Make Your Dreams Come True. And I wrote the book because there's a whole world out there of people talking about how to change your life, but they're missing the most important ingredient, which is being able to reprogram the unconscious mind. Without that, you'll always be in a a struggle where your, your willpower is trying to overcome Constantly, the negative stuff from the past that keeps popping up and popping up, and until you can really remove that, and I mean remove it permanently, you're always stuck uh, struggling. And so Mm -hmm. I, being the only person who's ever figured out how to remove unconscious programs permanently, want to get the word out, here's how you can do it. It's actually available now, and that's what the book's about. It's really about bringing to the awareness of you and and to all of us that it's now available. You really can change your life now. And I give the important principles of how to do that in the book.
1: Yeah, and you are founder and principal of an amazing online business, Total Health Mastery, and uh, you offer a whole wide variety of training courses for folks ready to uh, start living Free from limitations, as you put it. And I like you have a foundation course called uh, Seven Steps to Reprogramming Yourself. And then I noticed one directly related to today's topic, More Money, Seven Steps to Clearing Your Money Blockages. Uh, Those are just a couple of courses I discovered, but you have a whole bunch of other ones as well. And uh, they should sign up for those through your uh, website. Is that how they do it?
0: That's correct. There's 21 courses in my online university. Only a few of them are done live. Most of them are online. And you're right. After you take the Seven Steps to Programming Yourself course, there's a course that comes after that uh, called More Money. You have to, of course, have learned the Seven Steps to Programming Yourself, and then I'll show you how to apply the Seven Steps to specifically working on your money. Uh, money blockages and all the areas of money, but I also introduced my you know decades of research on success i 'm in the top one percent of speakers and have been for more than ten years. Mm-hmm. so I have a lot of knowledge about money that I in- include and interweave with coaching people to erase their money blockages and it 's amazing to watch someone go from being broke to having money in a matter of weeks or to having a great income from their job, but wanting to build a side income. Gail was in the last one, and her goal was to increase her side income by $1,500 a month, and she increased it by 15000 Wow. during the five <laughs> weeks that we were together. <laughs>
1: not, not a bad thing to do. And uh, you also, I noticed, offer a free uh, web course on, on that uh, website as well. well. Tell us a bit about that.
0: Right now you can register for a free webinar. It's on a different topic. It's called the Five Secrets of Ending Drama in Relationships. So if you're interested in relationships, you can sign up for that free webinar. Although, I think you'll learn a lot of principles of uh, financial success as well because being successful financially does mean being good in relationships, especially with people that you're working with.
1: Well, that's for sure. Well, to conclude, I know life has taught us to be skeptical, but if at middle age your life is not where you'd like it to be financially or uh, Or in your relationships, your health, or a whole bunch of other subjects that uh, Arnaud is an expert on, Uh, what do you have to lose? Or maybe uh, overall you're pretty satisfied, but you'd be willing to reach out for the stars to explore what you're really capable of. And my guest, Arno Goran, assures that once you permanently erase all of your emotional and mental pain, which he promises he can help you to accomplish, here's what your life will look like. This sounds great to me. You will easily accomplish any goal you set for yourself in a timely manner. You manifest the things you want almost like magic, leaving you abundantly fulfilled and excited about your life. And you'll always be calm and pleasant because you've made peace with your past and you no longer regret a thing and you're confident of the future and aren't afraid to try new things because you've overcome previous obstacles and you've solved pressing problems. In effect, you're the man or you're the woman. <laughs> you know, that sounds like a pretty fine life to me, doesn't it? So uh, I su- highly suggest you... Uh, give Arno Goran's website a try and once again that website is uh
0: its total health mastery usa.com total yeah. health mastery usa.com and Roy, thank you if i if i could just say one more thing Certainly. it's really easy to think that it sounds too good to be true everything that's great in life sounds too good to be true <laughs> jim <laughs> that's run that's true. Right, Jim Rohn, the famous speaker, he said, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably true. And choosing to think that way allows you to be open to the possibilities of life. Look, I, I'm supposed to be dead. Both my parents were crack addicts. They abused me in horrible ways, and I should have died from physical challenges and from tremendous stress. And I didn't die because I didn't believe that I was going to. I believed that there had to be a way for me to change my life. And I just kept looking and looking and looking, and I never gave up. And so I hope, whoever you are listening, that you don't give up, that you can believe in your goals and in yourself until you make them come true. And if I get to be a part of that, that would make me very happy.
1: Yeah, you, you have to believe in yourself, but you also, if you've been frustrated, you've got to be open to trying new methods and new things like uh, Gorin, uh, or like uh, Arno presents on his website. And uh, I highly recommend you visit that site and uh, keep track of when that new book's available. It's certainly one that... Uh, I'd consider buying and uh, and keep keep uh, attuned to that through his website. And thanks to me and Gorin, uh for joining us today, and uh, thanks to you listeners for uh, listening in. And join us again next week on Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age.
0: Bye bye. Thank you so for much, Roy. I appreciate Appreciate you having me on your show.
1: Well, in this segment, we're going to talk specifically to you guys and girls presently single but who would like to marry, if you can locate that special one. But for those of you presently married, stay tuned, because we're also going to discuss how you as a couple, along with your family, can protect and build your life savings. And we've all heard conventional wisdom, marry for love, not for money. But why can't we do both? Wouldn't it be great to gain the love of your life along with financial security to share a comfortable, stress-free lifestyle together for the rest of your days? And heck, in today's volatile economy, all of us, both men and women, will benefit from a financially astute life partner, and also numerous studies demonstrate And I'll bet some of you can confirm that firsthand, that financial strain and incompatible habits of uh, saving and spending are leading causes of divorce here in America. So it only makes sense to search for a loving partner who, if not rich, is motivated to save and grow financial assets for the future. And my next guest, financial advisor John Miller, is himself a single guy looking for love, but also for a special lady who presently is a successful investor or wants to learn. And when he searched online, he couldn't find any dating websites that were financially oriented, so he started his own, and he's here to share advice on what to look for when you're searching for love and money. And John Miller is author of Seven Financial Books including his newest that we'll talk about today, the coming gold, silver, and blockchain share explosion. In the past, he's worked for top Wall Street banking firms and in 1987 founded his own brokerage firm, Miller's & Associates. It was founded in Florida, but he's now headquartered in Hawaii. (laughs) I know we're all jealous of that. (laughs) And he's moderator of the world's largest internet dating uh, singles investment club, and certainly a person of the world with homes in Maui, Auckland, New Zealand and Hoi An, Vietnam. In fact, he's speaking to us today from Vietnam. And hello John, welcome to uh, from way across the world. The middle age can be your best age.
2: Okay, thank you Roy. I'm here about 10,000 <laughs> miles away. From- yeah.
1: But right on top of us thanks to the internet. Well, let's talk to the singles out there searching for a possible lifelong mate if an individual man or woman came to you for advice what would you suggest he or she should look for when seeking both love and money
2: well that that's a good question uh essentially what the what the woman should do is uh i think join a uh online dating service this is what i did until i came over here and then as you say i didn't find anybody and so then i started my own which is Really not started yet. It's probably going to start next month. Oh. I have a. Uh, I'm working on it now, but I think that that's probably the way to go. And also, um, well, on the website, on the on the dating site, the uh, the men are looking for uh, for financially secure women, uh, and vice versa. Yeah. So uh, we may only get a hundred people on the site as opposed to ten thousand, but they're going to be quality people.
1: Yeah. Well, let's say that you've been out with a guy or a gal you really like for four or five times, whatever, and it's starting to get serious. This may be the one. How do you begin to probe into your dates, finances, and attitude toward money without offending and driving the other person away? Should we ask to compare paychecks and financial statements, or how do you do that without offending someone?
2: You know, it's funny, Roy. At first, I thought we'd probably have to screen everybody and and check out their balance sheet. But uh, essentially, you're on the honor system, but at least they know, the, the the guys and the gals know, when they go on the site, that uh, the other person is looking for uh, financial security, and hopefully the other person is also. So it's kind of on the honor system.
1: Yeah. I would think, though, when you've been dating someone a few times, you could uh, there'd be some telltale signs that you would look for that can warn of a potential mate that's not good and does not care about finances, like always ordering the most expensive item on the menu, (laughs) with you paying for, or uh, you know having real fabulous clothing and maybe living quarters in a car that looks beyond their means, all those kind of things, I guess, would uh, kind of tip you off that they might not be too astute at investing.
2: And also, Roy, on on our site, I'm not really pushing the site because this is something that I just do on the side, but uh, every day I'm going to put a financial principle in, and it's going to be kind of uh, very humorous, like how's your 401k doing today? And so that – uh you know one lady can can call up another man and say how's your 401k or how's your IRA doing <laughs> or, or how's your financial advisor doing yeah. <laughs> so I, I i think that'll that like open up the uh uh the the question and answer period for the couple
1: yeah well can somebody i, I guess it's not quite ready to roll how can uh, someone find out when it is available and then join on that uh...
2: Uh, they might as well. They might as well use my personal email, which is W A L L S T, like Wall Street abbreviated. One zero one at hotmail dot com.
1: Okay, so that that's how they can keep in touch and and know when that site will be available because you don't have an address they can go to right now. Then I guess.
2: No, it's easier this way because I've got yeah. two or three websites. But also, uh, they, everybody's going to be free, no advertisements, nothing for about three months. Because right now we have – when I started the website, they gave us 20,000 people in the world uh, for free. So they, yeah. And I said, no, I don't want them because, you know, they're not interested in finance. So I want a very select group, maybe 100, maybe 1,000 people that are really sincerely interested. So um, when they come onto the site, there could be 20,000 people. But if you ask them about finance, they'll say, well, I don't know anything about that. I joined gating service XYZ in Paris, France. Yeah. So uh, it'll be very exclusive.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, uh, let's talk about your latest book, The Coming Gold, Silver, and Blockchain Share Explosion. Having written six prior books on various financially related subjects, what prompted you to write this seventh book?
2: Well, because uh, essentially I stay with a method – Uh, From John Duty, he uh, is—he's been around for about 30 years, and I started the original book uh, back in 2012. And I told my story about how I linked up with John, and I never made much money for my clients. They make you know 10 percent a year or so. And over in 2000, I I asked my clients, would they like to? join this uh, program, which has been growing at about 25% a year. Uh, And Warren Warren Buffett only grows at 20% 20%, 20 20.1. And a lot of them said yes, but usually in 2001, 2002. But I started, I took $100,000, which was a lot of money for me back then. It was an IRA. And since I was not making that much money with all these other advisory services, I, I gave it to John Duty. He charged me, I think it was $600 for the service a year, and um, I, I, the hundred thousand became three hundred thousand. Then it dropped to two hundred. Then it dropped back to a hundred, and now it's about nine hundred thousand. Wow! But it took me. Yeah, and that's why I wrote wrote the book because it's probably the only investment I've ever made money in my life. You know, we financial advisors, you know, we do 9%, 10 11%. And, uh, you know, and the other thing was I I threw Bitcoin in there too because so many people got hurt with Bitcoin. Now we're starting to buy the Bitcoin stocks that make, or the blockchain stocks that make the Bitcoin. And uh, some of these stocks were a dollar. They raised $30 million. They have no debt. So they've gone from a dollar down to 8 cents. And they've still got 10 million bucks in the bank. So uh, that's why I wrote the book I, uh, basically on gold and silver stock using the John Duty method. And we take any client, you've got a1,000 dollars. as long as interactive brokers will take you, I'll take you. Uh, so I take care of a little guy, which is kind of interesting. That's great. And uh, with, the, you know, with the blockchain uh, stocks, um, I recommend everybody to get into it i i'll give you one uh that i gave to a radio show i guess about uh about two months ago at uh fourteen at ten yeah fourteen it was ten so now it's back to eight so it's called hash uh hash uh hash chain technology k oh, k a s h k a s h on the symbol and it trades in canada so we'll, we'll see how good I am. We we think it's really good here at 8 Cents.
1: Yeah, well, uh, this John Duty, I think you'd say he charges like $500, $600 a year, uh, but you can uh, access him through uh, through your service, I guess. Which uh, yeah, yeah,
2: basically, yeah, because uh, why should they do that when they can just uh, go through my service and whatever I do uh, for myself because I follow the uh, program perfectly, even on holidays, you know, I, I take my iPad with me, and whatever I do for myself, I do for them. And I do charge—I charge two uh, percent for the small accounts and one percent uh, for the larger accounts. And, and I do it all for it. them. But they—they they have to have staying power, and many of my clients didn't. And then when they read the book and found out how well I did in 17 years, uh, now they're now they're joining. And what a good time! Because uh, gold, uh, the gold stocks are down about thirty percent from the top, yeah. and we think uh, as inflation uh, roars its ugly head again next year, that gold is going to go up another seven or eight hundred dollars. So this is a good time to get in.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. So, well, how, what's the best way for people to uh, access your book?
2: Uh, basically, I would say my, my private email uh w a l l s t one o one at hotmail dot com and just ask me the question uh, if they want a free copy of the ebook i can do that that's what i've been doing on the radio shows and they can they can buy the book in all the bookstores and um it was uh it was revised specially for uh was the smash words they made me write it over about five times and then they put it in all the bookstores so they i'll send you uh uh, a free copy of it, I'd be very happy to do that. And we talk about the mining stock. we talk about Bitcoin, blockchain, the whole thing. And
1: yeah, you know, it, it sounds great to know about that, but um, unless you're able to uh, execute in perfect timing and uh, <laughs> you'll be right on the money, you're not going to probably lose more money than you make, and that's why it makes sense to me to go through somebody like you rather than try to do it on your own. Because you miss these uh, timing intervals on well, these
2: stocks. Well, yeah, exactly, Roy, and this is this is why up until 2000, I started in '87, and um, and so I am middle aged I'm 58, which yeah. is the uh, the whole topic of the show. Um, but um, I didn't start to make money until I, I used the John Duty system, and you cannot deviate. You know my customers would start with a hundred they were up to two hundred, then they went back to a hundred and they quit
1: <laughs> and you know
2: so and now now day they're, course, traders yep. not invited <laughs> exactly so anyway, just uh send the uh, e use my email ask me any questions love to have you and uh great. i I did one one radio show um years ago with two and a half million listeners hmm. and uh wow. And I know your I know your show is not two and a half million, but um, it, it, your topic is so good. Middle aged, uh, you know, it's,
1: I love it. Yeah, it makes so much sense to uh, say it's not either money or love because it certainly, uh, if you have a compatible mate and you're both sensible and realistic and uh, not greedy, then you're going to have a great life together with uh, a potential mate and also uh, enjoy the comfort of uh, having enough money to pay the bills and not be worried about where the next paycheck's going to come from. And uh, it's so in, in searching for the perfect mate and to avoid unnecessary financial stress and confrontation later, it only makes sense to follow uh, John Miller's advice on marrying both for love and money, and it makes, all, all to me, total sense to read his book and at least give a, a consideration into this John Dewey methods, uh, because they certainly sound fascinating to me. And thank you so much, John, for taking time out from way across the world to talk with us today.
2: Okay, are we finishing up?
1: Yeah, we're finishing up. you have any closing <laughs> thoughts for us? Or,
2: <laughs> uh, Yeah, let me just leave you with one thing, because I live over here for four years, and also Hawaii.
1: Oh.
2: Uh, over here, when you date a, a lady, uh, the first thing they want they want to start the love process is, how much money do you have? They actually ask you, they ask you if you're <laughs> single first, and then how much money you have. And they say, if you take care of me, that's the first sign, first step in love. The second one is you have to respect me, and the third one is physical love. Just the reverse of America. So yeah. I'll, leave, I'll leave you with that. Uh, we have lots of singles over here, lots of married. And if if you're if you're struggling over in America, come over here and teach English. You get twenty dollars an hour, tax free, and it only costs you two hundred and fifty dollars for an apartment right on the water. Absolutely incredible. So thank yeah. thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today and all of you out there. Uh, Have a great weekend, and tune in again next week when we'll talk about middle age can be your best age. Bye for now.
0: You've been listening to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age, hosted by Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of both A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, and Wake Up, Captain and Crew, Restart Your Engines. You can learn more about Roy and his middle age renewal training system by visiting his website, middleagerenewal.com.